We're going to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft, a NASCAR podcast presented by the Tom Yee Experience. Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Uh, thank you for listening to the Tandem Draft. We are through and done with Daytona. Daytona is behind us, and we are moving forward. We are going west yet again. Uh, we're going back to California. Yep, finally. And it's been too long since we've yes, been in the state of California. Yeah. I've never missed. Uh, I've never missed this track. I never thought I'd miss this track this much. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we got all the haulers to go from. For the majority, North Carolina mm-hmm. to California to L.A. Back, back to, North, to Carolina. North Carolina, down to Daytona, back to North Carolina, and now back to the Los Angeles area. Where they will stay in the West Coast for another three weeks. Yes. Yeah. So they took, they have everything that they need for uh, Auto Club, uh, Vegas, and Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, Junior Motorsports posted... Uh, a article yesterday about the increased costs over the last time that we went to uh, to Auto Club. It's about twenty five thousand dollars more in fuel costs for their Jeez. four teams, which I mean that's awful. But I mean, Dale Junior shouldn't be complaining about twenty five k, right? Twenty five k, yeah, that's like twenty five dollars to you and me. Probably less because I yeah. like, imagine how how much it sucks for a non fully funded team. Yeah. For like a back marker team, like they're they're still like we had three people withdraw their cars already from the Xfinity race. Cause really? Because there's gonna be DNQs and um, they're still going to be with the amount of cars that are still going. Right. Yeah. So like they so saw that. So it's just not like, worth yeah, it. Not, yeah, yeah. So it hurts a little more for the smaller teams. Yeah, and that's tough. I mean, that stinks that the little guys, you know, yeah. they don't get their fair chance. But I mean. You are asking a lot to ask these teams to go to California. Just get, w- just wait until they have to go to Portland. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Out in Oregon. What a trip that'll be. Yeah, that'll be quite the trip. But uh, yes, returning to Auto Club Speedway, which we'll get into Auto Club Speedway uh, second half of the show. First half, we're just going to catch everybody up on the week that has been. It's been a little um, bit of little bit of fallout yeah. from the Daytona 500. Yeah, so we talked about it during the Daytona uh, post-race show but the production value of what fox is putting on the tv mm-hmm. and i think i need to reiterate that i had absolutely no problem with the broadcast teams absolutely anybody not. with yeah, a microphone no. in front of their face is i mean fox has such a good setup mike joy yeah. has been the voice of nascar for over 20 years yeah mike joy is solidly like he like yeah. a lot of people like the previous generation of NASCAR fans was probably growing up. It was Ken Squire. Right. For, for me, it's Mike joy. Like right, he's yeah. the constant, like with NBC and ESPN on the latter half of the season, they'd always switch up who's in their booth. 
Mike Joy, um, but has Mike Joy been. is, and he is consistently good. Yes. So and props he, to that. Yes, he yeah. loves what he does, and he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think even before Fox, I'm almost positive he was on ESPN doing stuff. Yeah, he and then he did. I know he did CBS. Like yeah. he called uh, Dale's 500 win. Right. So yeah, he's been doing this a very yes. long time. Yes. And um, so I have no problems with yeah. him. I loved. Uh, like the little bit that we heard, I loved Tony Stewart. Yep, Tony's good. Clint is fun. Clint, Energy. That's like our third year he's or like, second year with Clint, yeah, and he, I love Clint Boyer. He w- he's like the the fun DW energy without the DW disconnection. Right. Like right. <laughs> he's yeah. a little more connected and can be serious and yes. provides like way more insight. Yes, and still uh, tests with the new generation. Like yeah, the he's next driven, gen car, he, is, he, he was testing operated, it. So. He is sat behind the wheel of the current car. So yes. that's also very helpful. Yes, very helpful. So love that team. The crew in the in the pits, like mm-hmm. Jamie Little, um, the, the other guys that are not <laughs> coming to my face, Regan Vince Smith. Wel- yeah, Vince Welch down there. Yeah. Like, they, I, yeah, no problem with the team. Yeah. Uh, and Mike Joy, uh, upon hearing, you know, there was a lot of complaints. Yes. So of, uh, somebody went at Mike Joy on the Twitters. Yeah. And he released a five-part thing that I'm that I'm going to read because it is important. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is on Twitter. He's at MikeJoy500. He said that I'm again. This is five tweets. Just bam, 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 bam. Uh, The producer develops storylines and when to break for commercials. The director chooses the camera shots. We have input on the battle or who we want to see next, but he directs the cameras. We don't see the same race you do at home. We watch the track to get the flow of the race and watch the TV monitor for details and replays. To see what we see, you'll have to come and buy a ticket. We're doing all of this while having three conversations at the same time, one with the other announcers, one with the viewers, and one you don't hear on a talkback channel with the producer and stat boys. So pardon us for occasionally misspeaking, which I had no problem if they misspeak, whatever. It's an, it's an incredibly complex undertaking. Nearly 300 broadcast professionals in five cities across the U.S. working hard each Sunday to bring the race live into your home. Into your home. Sorry. Bad reading. With 40, quote, balls in play at once, racing is much more difficult to present than one ball sports. We all work really hard at this though it may occasionally sound like we are just having a good time up there. Sometimes we'll get a little defensive because we're proud of what we do. Hope you enjoy it too. And we welcome constructive criticism. Thanks. Great. Great. Yes. Stand yeah. up for yourself because absolutely I have no problem with the booth. Yes, yeah, he is complete. He's all of that is right. Uh, it is an incredibly hard job. Like you have people talking in your ear while you're trying to speak to us and your booth mates. That's absolutely. He's completely right. Mm-hmm. Yes. However, your producer, that's yeah, who I want to talk I, to. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm sure there was because there's always people complaining on yes. Twitter about anything that happens ever. Um, but I didn't see complaints about the booth. And I barely, yeah. I don't see that often. Like, no. I, I don't. I did I, see, I, I mean, there were people that tweeted him. Yeah. And he replied right, to him, re- which yeah. if you want to go see Twitter beef on Twitter, you can go see it. I'm not going to do it here. Yeah. But there were people that came at him. Right. But. They're like the people that'll come at like anybody for yeah right. They'll come at Dale Jr. for yelling during the you right know, like so my what I saw 
on Twitter and what we saw during the race while we were watching it. And we have a four hour and 45 minute video evidence of us doing this on our YouTube channel now, uh, the Tandem Draft on YouTube to watch like our live stream. But uh, what we have a problem with is the visual representation of the event. Yes. It has nothing to do with what is being called. Because no. I were, again, very happy with that. Yes. And we, I would really love to buy a ticket. Yeah. For 36 weeks. We, we, That's the yeah, dream. Yeah, we buy a ticket when the race comes to town. We do that. We yes. go to the race and we love the race. We, tr- we travel to go to a race before. Like we've, We'll do it again. We will do it again. Like, But watching it on TV, it is their responsibility to give us the best possible production of the event. Yes. To see the most interesting things and give us the most important information that we can, what we can see. And what we saw during the race was zoomed in shots of either random cars or two cars during a Daytona five of battle, a pack race where that we have battles going. It, it, it's hard to pick one thing. You don't NBC does a great job of showing us a bigger picture. Show yes. us more cars, show yes. us more, show us less in car cameras. And that's going to bring up another problem that I have too. that well, after this rant about Fox. Okay. But we don't need to see, I want to see a clo- If, if there is a possibility to see a closer, image as to what they can see from the booth by showing us aerial shots from the blimp show us a wide shot from some like just zoom out a little bit that's all we're asking yes i get these cameras are really cool zoom in for a cool cinematic shot that's great don't follow one car around that's leading by itself when there's like cars chart you know like yeah so here's the thing that two points before you make your last point or whatever the daytona and talladega Mm -hmm. those are two very different races yes there is for the most part, there is one, maybe two areas of concern mm-hmm. on the two and a half mile racetrack. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. If you want to give me a replay of something that you noticed, make it a smaller screen while I'm still watching the big screen mm-hmm. of the live thing happening. If you think you have a cool shot of like an in-car thing or whatever, mm-hmm. live, again, smaller screen. I need to see the pack at right. all yeah. times. The, we, yeah, there, you're, when, again, with the 40 balls in play comment, again, you're, uh, you're going to miss stuff. Yes. That's, it's impossible to show all 40 cars at once. Yes. Without us yeah. not being able to I pick anything. I mean, we were anything. at Talladega. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You, you can't see the whole track. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. But show us more than one. Yes. You know, there's, in, at Daytona and Talladega, there is a constant battle for the lead because the cars are mm-hmm. bunched up together. Show us that. Like, now you know, a, you can show yeah. us six cars at once very easily. Yes. Now in Atlanta, when yeah. all of the cars are like spread out and yeah. they're just going in circles, mm-hmm. then show me an in-car camera. That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine there's, with that. But at super speedways, I got to see the pack. I don't need to see. Yeah. I There's no excuse to miss. If there's constant action, we shouldn't be not seeing the action. Right. You know? Yes. So we had another um, Steve Phelps. Uh, NASCAR's president, uh, he yes. said uh, yesterday that he would be surprised if we got to the playoffs and we did not have 40 in-car cameras. I don't want them. I don't care. I don't the need... In- like, I, like if, if you showed me a broadcast that had replays without in-car... If you showed me a broadcast where zero cars had an in-car camera, I would not notice. I'm good. I would not notice. I would be thrilled. It's, it's you. I'm sure it was a big deal when they first came out of them but like it's like I when, don't remember in like 
the early 2000s, they came out with like the digger cam on yeah. Fox. Oh, yeah, I with don't the, need With that. the camera that's yeah. in the track and yeah. people ran over it. Yeah. The first three times, it was like, oh, this is cool. Like they're yeah. running over the camera. Yeah. Now I could not care any less. No. I like, just want to see the race. Yeah. I, I don't need to see what the asphalt looks like from the splitter of a car <laughs> and to see the underside. Because because what we, again, for the major accident in the race uh, uh, with Harrison Burton, which we will talk about more today. We don't need Didn't to see like it. we just saw I like in especially in this this again probably very different on any other track, but in pack racing in a car shot you're or an in car shot or like an on an onboard camera that's showing like the front or the rear of the car you're just gonna see the front the very front or very rear of the car in front of you because they're all bunched up and like nothing else yeah, there's not yeah. there's nothing to see so I don't care if there's forty in car cameras. Yeah, I, it, it it exists for replays, but it's I, and that it bumper doesn't matter. shot, that bumper shot, that's again, that's cool if it's like a replay for like or two live, cars, yeah, small. Yeah, like, if you want to show me how close they really are to each other, fine. Mm-hmm. Just that, don't give like I'm okay with all the different camera shots, mm-hmm. but you on a super speedway, you can't take away the pack shot, right? And the only I think like the only good thing that in car cameras has done for me as a viewer was the cool shot of Bubba Wallace driving under Joey Logano when he flipped last right, year. Yes. Like that was cool. Yeah, that was electric. But like, I I I you know I wouldn't miss it if we didn't. I, we I don't need it. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, I don't need it either. In our broadcast, I, we probably need it for you know driver safety so we can review wrecks. Oh, yeah. As we saw Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, during his crash, they posted on Twitter that he hit his helmet on the steering wheel during that crash. Oh my God! So that's probably a problem. Yeah, um, we should probably look into that. People, the the consensus was he has been misusing his uh his harness. He does mm-hmm. not use a Hans device. He uses the same like you see when Kyle Larson gets out of the car, he has like a little backpack strap right. kind of a situation. Yes. I believe he uses the same thing. Uh, and the consensus was he wasn't tightening it as well because that's not supposed to happen. Right. Um. But uh, so shout out Ricky Stenhouse, please. Work work with your safety. If you're going to be Recky Spinhouse, I yeah, would probably want to be the safest possible. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I the in car camera right now is not my favorite thing. Like, I'm not going to complain if we have commercials because we're going to have commercials. You got to sell. You got to sell space on your I biggest race of the year. I will always complain about the commercials, I know. regardless. If there's not, yeah, I get. I will too. But like, if they like, if I get it though, I don't. Well, I it's don't a underst- necessary evil. I don't understand. I get it under caution. But I don't understand while the race is going, if you can have some of the brakes being side by side, why can't the, all of them be side I know. by side? It's the they pay le- the, I'm sure companies pay more money to be full screen than they do side by side. So it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Um timing uh, timing of it can get annoying, right. but they have to go at certain times. So Yeah. But but yes. when you're showing me the race, got to show me the race. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, so no beef with Mike Joy. We love Mike yeah, Joy. Love Mike Joy. Yes. If Mike Joy wants to come on a podcast at any time, yeah, uh, but, to defend himself by all means, yeah. But I mean, I don't think he. I, I get that he is the representation of Fox to the greater audience of NASCAR viewers, but yes, uh, I think his his point his point though well made was not directed right uh, at the issue that was mostly at right large, and so. especially not our issues. No, so, yeah, but uh, props, we, Mike Joy. We love Mike Joy. Yes, and we probably won't. Well, we might not complain about it again until Talladega. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So, and we might or Atlanta. We who knows what that race <laughs> is going to be like? Oh God. Yeah, that's coming up too. Oh, Yikes! Oh boy. Um. Okay. So, uh, prior to the Daytona 500, after mm-hmm. the dual races, 
NASCAR took tires from Ford and uh, specifically Penske teams mm-hmm. uh, to or, and Roush too. and Roush. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So most of the Fords in the field, uh, they took their tires to investigate if they're doing weird things to them. Yeah. Which they they were doing. They did things. weird things, but it wasn't illegal things. Yeah, and it was at the allegedly uh, already. It was discussed prior with NASCAR. Um, before they did them. Yes. And they warned NASCAR that they were doing them. Yes. So they looked into it. There was no wrongdoing found. Yeah. So, so no, I guess no, we move on. Yeah. No action. I know, of course, this, the, the funniest thing that this brought was a tweet from Bubba Wallace after the Daytona 500 right. saying, you know, we got those cheating wheels with yes. the little, little, yes. little Kermit drinking Which I think tea. I, yeah, I think I quote tweeted that on yeah. the Tandem Draft. So follow at the Tandem Draft. Yep, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. And on Instagram. But uh Yes. Yeah, no I did action. See that. Uh they claim it was a safety issue that they wanted to address. Uh clearly there's some kind of safety issue with these tires and wheels, yes. as we had previously discussed. Yes, the thirty one team, uh, yep. uh and Justin Haley and then the fifty team mm-hmm. of fifty cent, just kidding. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's team. Yep. Uh you saw in the five hundred their tires went one of them, the whole tire went flying. Yeah. And the other one the tire just the broke. R- just yeah. the tire and the, the wheel was yeah. still attached. But it broke. Yeah, so both teams are going to lose their crew chief and two members of their crew for the next four championship point races. Yep. Uh, I don't think it matters much for the 50 car. That could be their whole season. Yes. Because any they're, they're racing at Circuit of the Americas, I think, next month. Um, yes. Who knows how many races they do. Yeah. So that might be a problem, but it still sucks for Justin is, Haley too. Is he is third the thirty one? Is yeah. that a full time car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thirty one is going to run full time. Is it going to be yep. Haley all yes. all yeah. year? Okay. Yeah. He's the so full time. Yeah, that's that a big is deal. Impactful. Yeah, that's impactful because he could win a race. Yeah, he could. He could. He could absolutely yeah. win a Their race. Their cars have won races before, and I think he. I mean, this is his first shot in winning equipment. He's he's won a race in non winning equipment before. Right. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, um, he's essentially. I mean, as far as far as being in a competitive car, we can call it a, a somewhat rookie season for him. Sure, uh, it's his first time actually going for a championship. But um, yeah, it could be a problem. But at least, I mean, it's not like he had really much of a rhythm with his current crew right. anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, um, we'll see if this because uh, yeah. yeah, the the consensus was that they just improperly installed their tires. But I mean, there's no room for error See, now. Like yeah. you can, you can be sure with four or three or four lug nuts, you're good. Yeah, like you're good for 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 a while. With five, you're perfect. Yeah. Uh, can't screw up one. Yeah. Now, so it'll be well. We saw Ryan Blaney had a little bit of he was getting he was it off of the car. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what it's like at Auto Club, new mm. new track. Um, but. We'll see on the tires. Yeah. Tires are still to be determined. I have another issue about the tires. Okay. They don't run inner liners anymore. Oh. So, because the tires are so small, the wheels are much bigger, the tires are thinner. Right. We don't run inner liners. Cars can't move when they blow a tire now. Oh, yeah, that's Alex true. Alex Bowman blew his tires on the backstretch during Harrison Burton's crash. He just couldn't move. So he was out of the race. I, mean, I, I think could... he was still back in the race, but like he couldn't, he just couldn't leave. They, yeah. they had to push him back. Can, like, Can you get pushed? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But like... That's inex- like that's inexcusable. Yeah. You blow a tire and you, you can't drive it anymore. Like they, I think of all of the, uh, I don't see the point 
in the new wheels. Like, I don't care visually. Like, I don't care. If, if it doesn't affect yeah. the race, that's fine. But clearly, it's affecting the race. Yeah, I like the five lug nuts yeah, never the, bothered yeah, me. I mean, I, yeah, this did not change any. Like, them changing to one lug nut, I don't know what. Like, I don't know the why behind it. Right. Um, especially now. Like, it doesn't I'm a, look. I'm a little triggered when you say find the why because that's what uh, former head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy, said all the time. He needed <laughs> to find the why. I had a. Uh, a uh, a boss tell me that all the time and he and i would always call him out just like i stopped drinking the kool-aid about this yeah. now but Find the anyway yeah there's no i don't know the why right there yeah. could be one but i mean there wasn't a problem before now it's not it's a, a safety thing yeah. is it it wasn't a problem before now it's a problem and it's because of something nascar did to change it so i mean in a perfect world we would have stayed with five lug nuts because it's working great in the trucks and xfinity still they're yeah. still not chucking tires into the stands right so I, I, will it take a, this, a tire being chucked into the stands to figure I it out? I sure hope not. I sure <laughs> hope they saw what this is now. I mean, because NASCAR can't... It, I mean, of course they can try, but right. the fact that we have two tire, tire changers on every... That's 80 people that change a tire multiple times during the race. And you and if there's always loose lug nuts last year, are you, so NASCAR is just going to say, oh, yeah, absolutely. I promise to all the fans in the stands that all of these guys are going to get every lo- when drivers are pulling, you know, the jack might get dropped or anything can. It, I, I, that's I just do not. Yeah, I do not support it at all. I'm with you. I'm with you. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. So I time will tell on the tires, really. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm getting a little tired of talking about tires. Right? Same. Let's go with the fun <laughs> things. OK, so a couple fun things. And then we'll get to the Auto Club race. First one was we didn't see it on the Fox broadcast. Right. Uh, but I saw on Twitter today that Harrison Burton, after he flipped over in the race, when he got back on all fours and the car came to a stop, mm-hmm. everybody was like, oh, thank God he was okay. The dude tried to pull away. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to continue driving it, it his just car. Landed, it just landed a little hard on those on, on the bottom there. And that was yeah. the only thing that, because it didn't roll yeah. more than once. So he, like, <laughs> that's the closest I've ever seen with my own eyes somebody flip over but continue to try the race. It's Joe Nemechek uh, tried it in 2009 at Nashville. Somehow he got, he rolled over on the front stretch. His car was just, it looked just like Dale's car when he did it. He's just doing laps under caution. Oh, my God. My God, that car's been upside down because yeah. the replay, they, they only yeah. saw it during the replay. I feel like if you go upside down, you should probably have to automatically, like, you're done. Like, if, if the if the car lands on the roof, yeah. I think you're automatically done. Well, like, you got to go to the infield care center. Maybe not. Yeah, if you're still... <laughs> that, I, guess, I mean, that's I just suppose, what I would do. I mean, probably, yeah. but... Okay. All right. <laughs> Press the button. Next order of business. Nobody in the basketball world has any idea that Michael Jordan is involved in NASCAR. How? I Come don't on. know. Come on. So Michael. So Sunday night was the NBA All-Star Game, mm-hmm. and it's the 75th anniversary of the NBA, and they did a thing where they tried to contact all the top 25 NBA players of all time mm-hmm. and get them there, if they're alive, that is. Yeah. And so obviously Michael Jordan is number one. Mm-hmm. And he was late, and he showed up at halftime, got a great ovation or whatever. Really came out of his shell, but this is a NASCAR podcast, so I'm not going to talk about yeah. the NBA side of things. <laughs> but Chicago Radio was talking about it on Monday, the Monday after. And they first off, none of them knew anything about what happened in the Daytona 500 because they said that the car, like Bubba Wallace's car flipped 
at the Daytona 500 right in front of Michael's bus. I was like, no, it happened on Saturday. And Bubba and was Bubba, in the bus. Bubba was in the bus. Yeah. So, yeah, so they didn't know that part. And then the guy goes, what was Michael Jordan doing in Daytona? Oh, my like, God. Like, he owns it. Uh, uh, yeah, somebody said... I think he's like one of the one of the sponsors of a car or something like that. And I'm well, screaming I mean, yeah, at the radio, no. screaming at the radio like he owns the thing. <laughs> so nobody knows in NASCAR that or nobody knows in the NBA world or really any other world that Michael Jordan is involved in NASCAR. That's dumb. Very dumb. That's also dumb on the part of NASCAR. By what, the I mean, yeah. What, why aren't you talking about the fact that Michael freaking Jordan owns two of your cars? Yeah, that's right kind of yeah, that's gotta be bigger. Yeah. And one of them finished second yeah. in the Daytona five hundred. Yeah. Well, why isn't that a bigger deal? Yes. Also, sidebar, Bubba's uh, thing on Netflix. I was just about to. Wa- I'm gonna watch that today. I'm gonna watch. I'm it so today? excited. Okay. I also too. I'm gonna watch it, and then we will recap on the next. Yes. On, yep. On the next episode. Yeah. So I'm gonna go for a binge on it. Homework gonna... for everybody on the podcast. How many episodes is it? I have no idea. Okay. We should look that up. Yeah. We will tweet out yeah. the schedule. Because yeah. if it's more than like five episodes, we might have to break We that might one have up. to break it up. Yeah. So we will have homework assignments on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. of when we're gonna watch it and when we're gonna talk about it on the podcast. Great. That that solves that. Ready, break. Okay. <laughs> but so, not right now. Yeah. First, listen to this podcast. Right, yes. So obviously we gotta we gotta make it more known in the world that yeah michael jordan is a part of nascar yeah he's uh, he owns two cars that can win on any given sunday yes come on now i have one more fun thing to say but i want to ask this question now because it makes i think it makes most sense okay i just thought of this right before you got here who is the most important person in nascar right now could be a driver could be an owner could be a could be a a commenter or something analyst who is the most important person in nascar right now single most important person so the person that who with you know what i think it's dale jr okay i think it's dale go on for his he shines a light he he is still accessible yep he is constantly interacting with fans on online uh dale jr download always brings out Great stories from people in the motorsports world. And he is an incredible broadcaster that tells a story better than many can. Yeah. And he was the most popular driver and still, with him being a part of NASCAR, Mm -hmm. can still retain fans that might otherwise have lapsed after he left. Yes. So fans will want to hear what he says. Yes. I think his scope outside of the... Because, I mean, I don't... I mean, right now it's no secret that NASCAR has an identity prop. Like, right? You that, talk yeah, to, that's that's why. Like, I'm I was talking this. to somebody at work on Monday. They're like, uh, "Is there anybody from like any of these drivers still race?" And he lists off like Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy <laughs> Johnson, right. Dale Jr. Like, nobody no. know nobody knows who's in the field except you know racists on Twitter. They right. know Bubba Wallace, but like Chase Elliott's the most popular driver. Nobody gives a shit about Chase Elliott outside of NASCAR. Right? Like, they. That's a problem. Right. And if if my answer is Dale Jr., that's a problem too. Like I'm an NASCAR fan. I think So that's the, that's that, that's what I was thinking is that I mean, this is this is not a right right answer, wrong answer right. question. Yeah. Right. So when you're saying Dale Jr., I'm thinking, yes, I think I think it's true that he is very important, mm-hmm. but I think he's very important for the people that are already in. True. 
So that's why I think the most important person in NASCAR right now Mm -hmm. is Bubba Wallace. I like that answer. Because I like that answer. Yes, because for Mm -hmm. like a million reasons. Yep. But he's driving a car Mm -hmm. that is owned by the most famous name in all of sports in history. Mm -hmm. And he is the only African American in the Cup Series. Yep. Driving. Yep. That that is like he's contending for wins consistently. He's in he's in the points and going for wins, mm-hmm. and that's something that NASCAR has never had. Right. Consistently. No, not at all. And I, he yeah. could bring a whole. He already has brought a whole new audience mm-hmm. to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And now he has this documentary on Netflix, which we saw the F1 documentary, what right, that yeah. did for the sport, yeah. right? Yeah. If this documentary comes out and Bubba Wallace continues top 10 finishes, mm-hmm. win, multiple wins, mm-hmm. contending for a championship, people are jumping on board. Yeah. And you know what? All of those people that you did mention, the racists that yeah, hate him for no yeah. reason whatsoever... They're going to be outnumbered very, very yeah. quickly should this all play. Yeah. So I think that's I, why Bubba Wallace, to me, is the most important person in NASCAR right now. I want to change my answer because I want to agree. That's a, that's a really good... Yeah. <laughs> you can agree that's and not great, change your answer. Okay. That's yeah. a great point. So, yeah. I, uh, capitalization on this is important. Yeah. Um, and, but, shut, and shutting everybody up is yeah, important. Yeah. But and, you know, he's in a great position to do that. And Michael Jordan... Is another contender for the most important person in NASCAR too. If NASCAR would because, do anything about broadcasting right. that he's a part of it, right? Because African American owner, mm-hmm. whole new demographic. Right, I can say that because I mean NASCAR is predominantly yeah, like it's it's ninety nine point nine percent go to any race. It's ninety nine point nine percent white people. Yeah, and it, but it's better now. I mean, it is way we were better just, now. We were just at Talladega. Yeah. It was different than a race I won at Chicago in like 2007. Correct. Yes. And yeah, but the the problem was still very loud. Oh, of course. Well, we, we were in Alabama. True, of course, it's going to be. Yeah. Yes. But not only that aspect of it, Michael Jordan could bring NBA fans. Yeah, he's Michael Jordan to NASCAR. Yeah. Like he he could bring baseball fans to now. Like for like what <laughs> some people have like go to a White Sox game. I guarantee you, you're going to see at least five people with a Michael Jordan forty five jersey. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he played two games for them in spring. Yeah. What? It, yeah. Those people are going to root on Kurt Busch. Yeah. Like he drives the forty five car yeah. for Michael Jordan. That's that. The, what? Of course he. Yes. He went, he, he he went for the number forty five. That's great. We got to let's see what he's That's doing. That's the thing. So. Like NASCAR has to capitalize. This mm-hmm. is this is a problem that baseball faces too. And I'm not trying to bring another sport into this podcast. Oh no, but but it's important. But it's important. Baseball has the face of. Uh, this is what brought up asking this on this podcast is because I I'm going through my brain thinking who's the most important person in every major sport. Mm-hmm. And to me, in baseball, it's Mike Trout. Mike okay. Trout plays for the Angels mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, so the games are always at 10 o'clock at night. They never like he's the best player in the world right now and very quiet, no endorsement deals, not on any of the video games, like, like on the cover or Mm -hmm. anything. Baseball is not taking advantage that they have a guy and they're not using it. Mm -hmm. NASCAR has got a guy right here. Yeah. When Chase, they are trying to use it. And there are, there are many guys, Chase Mm -hmm. Elliott, they're using Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott very, very well to the proper, like to the people that they're going after because Chase Elliott is the most popular driver because he's Bill Elliott's son. Yeah. Now here's my thing. 
Okay. If you watch the Super Bowl two weeks ago, yeah, there, who are the two NASCAR drivers or NASCAR uh, personalities that you saw during that broadcast? Saw Dale Jr. on the pregame. Yep. Saw Bubba Wallace in a commercial. Yep. I guess the, those are the Four. only two. I mean, One, there two, you go. bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But we need more. We they need more, obviously. More. Yeah. yeah. People used to be a big, uh, it yeah. used to be a big deal yeah. when NASCAR came to town. Everybody yeah. knew and, somebody. And the, the sports center right after the Daytona 500, they mm-hmm. showed highlights of the entire race. Mm-hmm. This uh, The day after this year on Monday, the Monday morning show on ESPN, they showed f- like 20 seconds and it was just after turn four on the last lap. Yeah. That's all they showed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. We got to make this a thing. They After the F1 thing came out, it mm-hmm. was on SportsCenter. They did the highlights of the entire race. Like yeah. bat moments of like changing and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that... It's right and NASCAR in, in, um, in Obviously, Formula One is more popular than NASCAR worldwide. But in the U.S., where SportsCenter airs, NASCAR is very much more popular than yeah. Formula One. Yeah. And people could be like, you know what? This looks awesome. Hey, there's a race at this track that's not far away from us. Mm-hmm. Let's go find out what it's all about. And if somebody sees that on ESPN and is super excited, like, man, where can I watch it? Maybe ESPN should broadcast some races and do it well. Yeah. And like if they, you know, if what if Fox ends up dropping it and ESPN Who's picks it? it up, maybe they do it well yeah. this hey, time. It, it, who knows? Maybe ESPN or CBS, I wonder who's going to take yeah. advantage because yeah, we'll Fox see. is struggling. Yes. Big time. I, yes. Bring Mike Joy with you. Yep. Bring Mike Joy with you. And honestly, that's all you need. Yeah. I, I personally... Bring Mike Joy and Alan. Be- no, bring Alan Bestwick. I'm sorry. Let Mike Joy retire. Bring Alan Bestwick. Okay. It, especially with CBS because mm, he's already doing yeah. SRX. Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Okay. So that was good. I like that. One more fun thing, and then we'll get to Auto Club. Finally. Is anyone out there looking for a job? <laughs> this is insane. Brexton Bush is the son of Kyle Bush. Mm-hmm. He is six years old. Six years old drives a drives a go kart. Like, or a, mid, a, a dirt a midget. Very yeah. souped up go-kart, yeah. right? Yes. There's a job post, posting on Indeed.com mm-hmm. for to be his team manager and lead mechanic, paying $45,000 a year to be the team manager for a six-year-old. It's the best babysitting gig I've ever seen. Something that the like dads with go-karts do in their spare time. Yep. They're this gonna be, pay this, somebody forty five thousand yeah. to do. Yeah, I mean that's probably a that's probably a lot closer to a livable livable wage in Mooresville than it is up here. But what are we doing? I don't know, man. And like I, He's this is six probably, years old. This is a pretty good opportunity considering if you make a good impression and you do a good job, you could follow this. Like God knows, you could be you know follow like stay as part of this the family business for a long time and end up you know maybe being a manager crew chief or something in the freaking cup series for sure and bush in Maybe. 15 years who well, knows like <laughs> he's six years old you get paid 45k to make a go-kart for a six-year-old well they probably are the go-karts probably already made <laughs> exactly Ma- imagine okay imagine being oh imagine being kyle bush and i know you want the best for your kid but throwing all this money, like, and he's racing, he's racing against, you know, families that just do this in their spare time for their kids that are just scraping if I, and If clawing. I were a parent and the kid wanted to do go-karts and I had an option of racing in this one, like with Brexton, like 10 minutes down the road yeah. in a place two hours away, 
I would go away from break. He's gonna win everything. Yeah, yeah. He's I got mean, all the best stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, you want to test yourselves against the best driver, but I don't know if he's the best driver. But, but yeah, like I don't want to. How get do we shit know how? By, yeah. like, how do we know ridiculous how, equipment? Yeah, don't know how good he is because he just has the best equipment. That's all yeah. you know. Yep. So, wow. Yeah, not gonna get into the parenting and the silver spoon and everything. No, but, but I mean, unreal. That yeah, that, that's unreal. Yes. So that was my. Uh, that's the end of my fun things. Now we should discuss going back to Auto Club. That's a good sound. Alex Bowman, so dominant at the Auto Club Speedway that no one's been able to beat him for the last two years. Two whole years. We have not been to Auto Club Speedway in two years pre-COVID. Remember when we, this was when we were making fun of China for having a pandemic. Yeah, whoops. Oops. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so first race since February of 2020. It is a D-shaped two-mile track, low banking, Mm-hmm. So kind of like uh, a wide Michigan, wide Michigan, mm-hmm. smaller Daytona, less banking. Yep. Uh, you do have to come off the gas in the, into the corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a little bit of strategy. There's a good passing zone right there. Mm-hmm. And man, just so much wide open space. Yes. So much room for passing. We're going to see four or five wide on yeah. restarts going into turn one. Yes. It's going to be a very intense race. Chaos off a of pit road. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a good race. It's one of it's one of my like we talked about one of my favorites to race in the video game, uh, when there was a good video game yeah. to play. Um, well, there still is. It's just old now, right? <laughs> yeah. So, a uh, little smaller than Daytona, and the weekend is way smaller than Daytona. All we're gonna have is Saturday and Sunday. Boo! Everybody I wanted gets, to watch NASCAR content tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, all we get is one practice, one qualifying, and then the race. So it's Saturday and Sunday. And they're starting bright and early, 9 a.m. on Saturday. The uh, Xfinity drivers are going to go out for a 30-minute practice session, and then they better figure it out quick because they got to qualify right after that. Yep, like it's a 30-minute practice session, and then qualifying starts five minutes later. Yes, and then after that's done, Cup Series is going to practice at 1. Same thing. They get 35 minutes. Yep. Figure it out because we're qualifying right after this. Uh, The qualifying for the Xfinity, it's just your standard qualifying Everybody do a lap. Fastest lap is on the pole. Love it. <laughs> in the uh, excuse me, I just, I just want to breathe, man. Nah, it's too much to ask. Whatever. <laughs> in the Cup Series, the qualifying, they're gonna have two groups: Group A and Group B. In those two groups, the top five will advance to round two to determine the order of the top ten, and I guess everybody else will be in the order of their lap times. Yep. I have no idea how this is going to work on if it's still single car or if it, like the groups are spaced apart by time or if they have multiple cars on track. I'm almost positive it is still going to be single car. Okay. Weird. But, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's on Saturday. It'll be on FS, FS1. There's yep. content all day on Saturday on mm-hmm. FS1 if you want to watch it. Uh, and then the, the Xfinity Series race uh, will be on at 4 p.m. Central Time. The Production Alliance 300. Uh <laughs> Ty Gibbs is just ridiculously favored. Yep. Yep. Like almost double favored to the next guy. Was that Noah Gregson? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Noah Gregson. So, yeah. Uh, no surprise here. For the for those of you that gamble <laughs> responsibly, uh, Ty Gibbs is plus 300 to win the race, which is already crazy because usually you see like plus 500, plus 600. The next closest is Noah Gregson at plus 650. I mean, like just... 
they're expecting him to win by two laps. Yeah. And this will probably continue throughout the season if he just has if he half does, a good a season as yeah. he did last year. If he does it this year, if if he wins this race, he will like go on a tear, like five yeah. in a row. Oh my god. So and I mean same thing kind of in the uh Cup Series race on Sunday, the Wise Power four hundred. It's at two thirty central time. Uh Kyle Larson is your favorite, obviously hometown track. Uh he runs the Larson line, which is the one up top. Uh heavily favored in that one as well and i don't know who can like alex bowman maybe yeah would be a a good pick but i mean well we got to do our picks yes and uh you won last week with ryan blaney you got a fourth place you almost won the race you almost won the race uh i was last car on the lead lap but still top 15 with landon castle so you know what no complaints there yeah what are the points on that do we know what do you mean like what are the point standings for for like how many points does Blaney have and then how many does because we should keep track of the points like however many points our driver gets and like have our own yes standings. uh Blaney has 33 points from that event okay and Landon has from that event 22 points okay so I am leading you by, by 11, 11 points. points yes all right so we should keep track of that too okay all right so you pick first since you win all right so we're at California I'm gonna be very shocked if you pick anyone else than the person I was going to pick, but go ahead. Okay. I mean, I don't want to be the the average square guy here, but I do think Kyle Larson yeah, just wins yeah, all by a lot. Yep. We yep. can pick the same guy too. Oh, I'm not gonna. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to pick Kyle Larson. Yeah. Like I just feel like got, I'd be stupid you, not to. Yep. If I wasn't pick. going to pick him, I would pick Alex Bowman mm-hmm. for what it's worth. Fair. Okay. Um. So. I've been, I've kind of, so I knew that you were going to do this and that's, that, that's the, you have to. Um, so I wrestled with two picks. Okay. Um, one of which is someone that's won here before and is very capable of winning all the time. Okay. Uh, one of them is someone who has never won a race in the cup series, but can run that Larson line. That first person is Kyle Bush. And I think I'm going to put him to the wayside this week. Okay. With, for Tyler Reddick. Great pick. I'm going Tyler Reddick in the eight car. Uh, I think it's unproven uh, this season what the car is going to be like. I think it favors someone like Tyler Reddick because um, it evens it out. And I mean, right. obviously, RCR is not to the point where Hendrick Motorsports is financially or competitively in previous years. We have no idea what this car race is like. I mean, right. we just saw Daytona. Daytona is its own animal. I don't know what this ra- this car is going to be like yeah. on this track. So. I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna go with Tyler Reddick in the I love car. it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I wish I I wish I had more of a of a idea to do that like you. But I'm uh, I'm just uh, gonna take the win. Kyle Larson's gonna win. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Kyle Larson's gonna win. Um, so I mean let's yeah. not fool anyone yes. here. So next week I will be traveling. Yep. And I think we are only gonna have one episode, which mm. will be a recap of California and a preview of Vegas. Or yes. is it Phoenix? Yeah, Vegas. Vegas? Yep. So we will do that next week, midweek, probably Wednesday-ish or Thursday. I don't know. Something. We'll figure it out. How are we going to do it? Let's hash it out on the air. Yep. Let's figure it out. Do you have Zoom capabilities? I've never used Zoom before, okay. but I have a new computer that I think has a webcam. So Perfect. That's something. We don't even need the camera. Perfect. I just need... Oh, yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it can hear me. Perfect. That's the problem. So we'll be okay. Then if we can do that, we'll mm-hmm. set up a Zoom call. We'll record it like that. Mm-hmm. We'll do a pandemic recording. 
of Excellent. the tandem draft. Do one episode, and then uh, maybe we'll go back to two episodes after. Yeah, we'll uh, see what happens after Vegas yeah. heading into Phoenix. But we'll talk about that mm-hmm. when the time comes. Uh, is there anything else that we missed that we need to address at this very moment? Uh, I would like everyone to uh, remain seated and keep your hands away from the closing doors as this weekend at Auto Club, the Bane train shall leave the station. Get ready to watch Trevor Bain this weekend in the uh, Production Alliance 300 as he laps the field and shows Ty Gibbs who's boss. I love it. I love me some Trevor Bain. Uh, He will not win. (laughs) (laughs) What if he does, though? It would be incredible. (laughs) Yeah, if he does win, emergency podcast on Saturday. (laughs) I'm in. Um, All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please make sure you are following the Tandem Draft on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there is a social link that has all of those things and episodes of the podcast and the YouTube channel and our Twitters. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you are following everything. We appreciate it. And um, by golly, we'll talk to you after the Auto Club race. Yep. So uh, our the next words out of our mouths would be, how about that Trevor Bain? How about that Trevor Bain?